Welcome to Mackie's World, the podcast. Yeah, that's Mackie. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode one of Mackie's World. Man, it's actually really good hearing that. Uh, episode one, Mackie's World, day 90,000 of Corona quarantine. Man, I have not lost my mind just yet, but I'm close to it. But hey, I guess you gotta take it as it is at the end of the day. But I can't lie, I am kind of over it. You know what, actually, I'm kind of stuck because I'm appreciating the moment. And I am also annoyed too, so finding that balance of how I truly feel, honestly, I'll never really find it. But, uh, well, I guess find the true emotion of how I really feel because I flip-flop back and forth um, at the end of the day. But I want to touch on being in the moment because I think that's the most important part and the most important piece that we kind of miss as a society. Because for me, it's like me and my fiancé, we always talked about, like, we just want time to ourselves because... We haven't really had it. We mainly focused on 2020 going into, hey, let's just kick it on the weekend. Let's not really do much. Let's not really talk to people. Not, okay, I don't want to say talk to people, but like, let's not go out so much at nighttime. Like, hey, on a weekend, self-care, let's take care of ourselves. But at nighttime, let's just kind of just wind down, me and you, watch some Netflix, chill, relax. And, um... It's crazy because, like, you know, <laughs> I am a man of faith, so I think God has a weird way of working. So for me personally, it's like he's really given us that time to really be still, sit down, and um, enjoy each other's company, but also be in the present day moment. So be in the moment. Um, going into 2020, my motto was take back my life because I was going through a lot of different things um, in my personal life, losing my dad in 2017, um, early 2020, finding out I have a heart condition, and all that stuff just hit me like, man, like, boom, like a train. Um, I had the flu early this year, and kind of now I'm, I'm convinced it was potentially corona. I don't know. This is just speculation, but um it's all that stuff going on, and then you deal with the anxiety of just daily living. That kind of weighs on you, so I'm thinking, like, you know what? I'm taking back my life. I wanted to be able to control my narrative. And um, it's crazy because this podcast was a way for me to control my narrative and tell my own story. So I'd probably say last year, maybe even 2018... I've had this crazy idea of me wanting to release content um, just to be creative because I have a lot of thoughts in my mind that just sit there. I get them out to my fiance. She's like, Jamal, you're really creative. Why don't you just do something with it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe I should do something. Maybe she's right. I'm marrying her for a reason. <laughs> uh, smart woman. But on the other side, it's like, eh, I don't know. 
So I talked to one of my close friends. I'm like, hey, bro, let's do something. Like, you're really good with the camera. You know, I'm a I'm a big personality. Let's work. Let's do something. So we we talked about a few different ideas. None of them really came to fruition. They're like, huh, whatever. So we kind of put it off and kept doing our own little thing. But it popped up again for me um, probably July or August of 2019. I'm talking to my fiance like, I really want to do something, but I don't know what. And she put the, the, the bug in my ear. It was like, just do it. You are creative. You're smart. Just, just do it. Like, what's holding you back? When she said that to me, what's holding you back? Instantly, I knew the answer, but I kind of played it off. Eh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's not the money piece, because I can, I can buy the equipment without an issue. You know, I'm not balling. I'm not a rich man, whatever. But, you know, when you bet on yourself, you are willing to spend that money. That's just me personally. So, the money wasn't the issue. But, um, come to find out, to answer my own question, it was really me. I'm holding myself back. Uh, just due to different reasons. Like I touched on earlier, the anxiety piece and like not really wanting to fail, but also not wanting to challenge myself. Because as humans, we like to be comfortable. And when we get out of our comfort zone, you don't know what to expect. So when I sat back and realized and analyzed the fact that, oh, I am the issue. I am the common denominator in all of this. Not from laziness. More of, I guess you could say, fear, wanting to be accepted, but also just wanting to do what I want to do. But that's the thing. I didn't know what I wanted to do. But I knew it was the issue. See, you kind of see where I'm going with this. Just so many different things. And it's like you just ramble and ramble and ramble. Now, if you are a creative, you know how it is. You just kind of get into a zone where these thoughts are coming to your mind, but you don't know really what is actually painting in your mind. It's an unfinished product project. So this was July 2019, give or take August. Um, so fast forward to probably the end of 2019, maybe November-ish. Uh, we're talking about, um, you know, resolution. Not necessarily a resolution coming up, but, like, what are our goals for 2020? Uh, we just got engaged um, April of 2019. So we want to be able to build something. We want to be able to buy a house. We want to be able to raise a family, ultimately. But who's going to create that story? Who's going to write that narrative? See? Uh, ultimately... I'm like, okay, we're going to write down some goals we want to accomplish for 2020. What is it? A light bulb came off. Right away, I was thinking, it's a podcast. It is a podcast. Um, why a podcast? Why not video? I prefer the audio aspect. I can just put on something, zone out, listen, laugh, agree, disagree. And I like when uh, people go off on tangents. And if you know me, which you will get to know me, you know that I can talk and I can go on a tangent. But still get back on track to the ultimate story, though. So I thought that was the answer there. 
I listened to a lot of different podcasts, and I was definitely excited when the light bulb officially came off. Now, here we have it, a couple months later, Mackie's World. <laughs> That's crazy, Mackie's World. Uh, that name actually came about just like just spitballing. Yeah, that's not really a <laughs> it's not really a profound story. It was just spitballing. So um before I go into deep on that, I wanted kind of scale it back a bit since it is episode one of Mackie's World. I go by the name of Jamal. <laughs> that is my government name. Um I reside in Portland, Oregon. Um the city that sleeps. <laughs> uh the little big city. But um, I've been here all my life, and I don't plan on leaving at all. I love it way too much, to be um, honest with you. I think it's a dope city. Uh, my friends are here. Uh, my family's here. What more can you ask for at the end of the day? Um, I'm more of a visitor. I want to pull up on my homies in L.A., pull up on somebody you know, um, in the South. But I don't want to be there that long. I want to be there for four or five days. Oh, how you doing? How you living? Boom, 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 bop. We out of here. <laughs> so that's the, like how my train of thought goes because like, at the end of the day, I'm here. Portland is my home. Now, I know earlier I was talking about how um, being comfortable for me could have potentially been a problem of me not wanting to start something. But I'm going to kind of break those out just because me being home and being comfortable versus me creating and being comfortable are two separate things in my mind. Um, I think comfortability is not just a black and white thing. There are different variations to being comfortable. I'm not sure that your variation is the right word because it probably is not. But I think there are uh, multiple variables of being comfortable. Okay, see, I got a little knowledge to me. <laughs> um, so I think that's the the beauty of that. But uh, you know, going back to the origins of Mackie's World, as I was touching on here, um, and the name, that name just comes from my nickname I got in high school, actually. So my homie, uh, Dre Day, um, we're on a basketball team together. I didn't know too many people um, at the high school I went to. Uh, but the name J-Mac just kind of stuck after he said it. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to roll with that. So J-Mac kind of evolved to literally, and when I say literally, I mean literally everyone calling me J-Mac. That goes for my parents, my brothers, my own girlfriend, um, teachers, like literally everybody will call me J-Max. So um, for the name J-Max World, nah, that just didn't go, didn't flow, didn't fit. Jamal's World, nah, not cool. But high um, college, I'm going to say high school, <laughs> but college, uh, my homie um, Trey kind of just shortened it and just made it Mackie. And it, it kind of stuck uh, with a lot of people uh, that didn't really know me from high school, but um, Mackie kind of transcends, kind of goes across multiple different platforms of people that know me. So Mackie's world just flows at the end of the day. Um, it sounds better. 
and that's really it again not really a profound answer but it just sounds better than anything else that I could come up with now with the cover art of Mackie's World um, one of my one of myself and my fiance's favorite shows is Boy Meets World um, and honestly I, I hate Corey Matthews he was literally the most annoying person but through his ignorance and his um I would just call it naive, not really ignorance, but him just being naive, you kind of learned a lot of lessons from that um, through Mr. Feeney, because Mr. Feeney did drop a lot of gems for young Corey Matthews. But um, one of the things that Feeney did teach us was literally life. Like, life is going to bring you different ups and downs, and you're going to have to, you know, fight through them. Either going to kick it with your homies, ride for your homies, or... You're going to switch up because uh, a few different times, Corey tried to switch up on a few people, you know, and Mr. Feeney had to put him on game like, nah, that's not what you do. Like, Sean is your real dog. Like, ride for him. Like, he may not have everything you have, but ride for your man. And um, that was dope. Honestly, like as a kid, you don't really see that story. You just see, you know, funny people talking and nice drama. But when you're an adult and you can actually understand what he's saying, you know, that sticks out more than anything else. So that's where the visual comes from. It kind of been inspired by that because I'm going to be dropping a little bit of gems, um, but I'm not here to preach to you in a way. But I want you to get something out of it more than just, you know, what I'm going to be discussing, which would be music. Uh, sports, shoes, and just different pop culture topics that I want to touch on. But uh, I want to do drop some. I want to drop some knowledge and uh, make you guys think, and just leave you a different question. So, um, I want to circle back to the narrative piece I mentioned earlier. Like, what is your story? Like, who's gonna write your narrative? People label you different things, you're this, you're that. But at the end of the day, you know your character. My dad said a quote, my character grew because of what I went through. To me, that says a lot. It's like, people are going to belittle you. That's just life. People will be mean to you. That's just life. Now, is that going to define you, though? And for me, my answer is always going to be no. No one can write my story. I want to be the person writing chapter one to chapter a thousand. That's what I want to do. So I want you guys to take that same mindset. It's like, who's going to write my story? Yes, you can say you. That is an easy answer. But do you mean that? Do you mean that? Like, I, I want to let that sink in. Like, really think about that. Like, yes, you can say you can write your own story, but... Look at your actions. Who is actually defining you? Sometimes, unfortunately, it's the naysayers. They are defining you. That's not what we want, though. We want to be able to really write our own story at the end of the day. So, enough of the preaching. <laughs> I want to give you guys, um, you know, some different things that I want to discuss throughout Mackie's World. Um, I guess I could say different segments or whatnot. Um, I don't really want to. I don't really want to put Maggie's world in a box to where everything is so structured and sec. And no, oh, this is a segment here and a segment there. 
no, I want it to be free-flowing because I'm literally going off the cusp right now. I got a few ideas. I might jot them down, but at the end of the day, it's just me freestyling and me flowing because I think that's the beauty of a podcast, as I mentioned earlier. You're able to really touch on different points and ingratiate yourself in different topics. So I kind of have a loose idea how I want to break down Mackie's world. Um, right now, I do want to discuss the quarantine, though. Um, I, I told y'all earlier, I'm kind of going crazy and losing my mind a little bit. But trying to stay sane, too, so trying to find that balance. Um, quick question. What are y'all doing to stay busy and keeping your mind strong? Because the mind is a scary thing. It can wonder. So what are y'all doing? Like, what are y'all watching right now? I've honestly probably seen every single episode of Triple D, Guys Grocery Games, and Man vs. Food. I swear to you, I can literally watch those shows all day and be totally content. Sit on my couch, chill, and watch those shows. And it's like, okay, I need to fly to Pennsylvania and get that burger. <laughs> it's like, I don't even eat beef, but it's like, that burger looks so good. I really want to try that. Um, something about Guy's character and like the way he just builds up the food is like super dope. So um, clearly the Food Network is definitely in my rotation. Um, once I'm done with this, I'm honestly probably going to put on Guy's Grocery Games right now and just watch it because like the stuff he comes up with the games are insane. Like, first of all, he's like, oh, you have $13 a shop. Okay, $13 a shop. So I can get my ingredients for $13. That is straight cap. So <laughs> I'll be looking real close at the details. It's like, oh, I got a pound of shrimp for $3. I'm like, in what world is shrimp $3? <laughs> Mind you, a pound of shrimp. And it's like really those thick, juicy prawns. And it's like, no way. That is a lie. So... Uh, I know it's TV, but it's like, bro, <laughs> shrimp for $3, sign me up. I will literally go there to get shrimp for $3. And like these big, fat, juicy ribeyes that probably cost, what, $15 in a real store on sale for $5. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is insane. So it's like you get a surf and turf meal with your sides for $13.50 and you make a spectacular meal. In what world does this ever happen? <laughs> but, uh, man, I swear to you, I could literally watch that over and over and over. And uh, Man vs. Food, God, the, the newer host, I am not feeling him. Like, he loses the food so much. And his personality is so, like, cartoonish. I just don't really vibe with him. I stay for the... I guess the excitement of seeing if he will actually finish those ridiculous meals or not. I don't stay for him, just to be real. <laughs> now, Adam Richman was super dope. His personality brought like a different flair to like the Food Network. And um, I, I thought he was super dope and he was really good for TV. And the meals he was eating was literally insane. So um, I wish he would go back, but I was reading that he got depressed. Okay, I want to stop there. Why am I looking up Adam Richmond? That's how you know I got too much time on my hands. Like, I mean, <laughs> I just thought that was super funny. Like, I was, okay, anyway. Uh, I was reading about Adam Richmond, and I guess he got depressed doing that. Honestly, I can't blame him. Like, you eat 
five pounds of food, you're hella full, you look in the mirror, it's like, what did I just do to myself? So, first of all, I know your stomach is messed up. Second of all, second of all, if you catch what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, not a good look for my man. But yeah, um, a lot of TV, Food Network. Now, that's cable television. Let's hop on to the streaming services. We have, honestly, every streaming service you can think of besides Apple TV. So if you know any good shows on Apple TV, let me know. I might just sign up for it. But um, my go-to, well, I guess our go-to is Netflix, YouTube TV, and HBO. Now, for those of you that don't know what YouTube TV is, if I can say it properly, it's basically like Sling. Okay, if you don't know what Sling is, it's kind of like it chooses the best um, networks on cable, but I have the price. So you get your ESPN, you get your ESPN News, you get um, your NBA TVs, you get your TNTs. Uh, no BET, no no VH1. Um, what else do you get? Uh, you get your Cartoon Networks, your uh, Discovery Channel, and so on and so on. Like the best top-rated uh, networks. Uh, so YouTube TV is a great buy. $50 a month. This is not a plug, but I recommend them. You can stream up to six TVs at once. Uh, honestly, YouTube TV... I know it's my first episode and all, but... You might want to look at paying me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, they're super good. So we could just watch TV on there. We watch movies on there. It has a DVR set up. It saves, you know, where you were when you left that show. So it's like you could always pick it up at any time. And that's super dope. So if I'm, like, in the process of getting ready to go somewhere, the store... I'm going to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to exit out of this. I know it's going to save my stuff, so when I get back, I can pick up where I left off. So that's the part I love the most. Now, Netflix, um, oh, man, I'm watching, God, so many TV shows. I'm watching Ozark. Actually, no, I haven't watched Ozark yet, um, the new season, season three, but I'm fully caught up on one and two. Um, so Ozark is on my list. Um Money Heist is definitely one that um, I love. Super, super, super dope. So Money Heist is always going to be in the rotation. So Season 4 just dropped. I just watched Episode um, 1 and 2 of Season 4. Super excited for se- um, for the other ones. So I had to just watch something else. But um, I say international shows. So you like international shows with like crime and like robbing banks. They do it in a really witty way. And because it's international, you think, you know, the voiceover might take away from the show. To be honest, it doesn't. Like, I like the voiceover, and it doesn't mess up the integrity of the show at all. So, if you like crime, um, if you like sex, I guess everyone does. But <laughs> if you like that, you know, watch watch um, that. What's another one I'm watching? Um, is that it for Netflix? Probably. Um, so HBO, watching Westworld, and Insecure. I mean, Insecure, I don't have to say much about that. I mean, Issa Rae always does her thing. And the characters in that show are just super authentic. So, I'm not going to touch on that. 
I just say watch it. Just watch it. It is so, so, so good. I literally love Insecure. Um, man. Now, Westworld. Westworld is one of those shows that's like, I'm intrigued, but I'm also lost. So, are you a human or are you a robot? Please tell me if you're going to ask out. <laughs> so, um, that's a show I'm like, eh. Do I like it? Do I not like it? I'm episode. I'm like seven episodes in, so I guess I'm intrigued by it. But my personality type is like, once I start watching something, like no matter how bad it is, I will continue to watch it. Like I watched American Pie for the first time. It was horrible. I watched it for the first time probably like two weeks ago. It was awful. But we finished the movie. For some reason, my fiance was like, do you want to watch number two? And me knowing me, it's like, my dumb ass was like, yeah, let's watch number two. Number two was worse than the first one, but I couldn't stop watching it. Is there a number three? I hope not, but I might watch it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, speaking of three, um, I'm watching horrible um, reality TV shows. Well, I finished all three of them in literally a week. Um, <laughs> that is The Circle, Love is Blind, and Too Hot to Handle. I'm just going to stop there. By the titles of those shows, especially Too Hot to Handle and Is Love is Blind, you know the shows are ridiculous. You don't fall in love after four days. But that is actually a really intriguing question. Is love blind? Can you fall in love with someone without seeing them? I mean, they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I don't know if I believe that or not, but I don't know. Um, I guess you could fall in love with someone's personality, but not really find them attractive. I don't know. I don't want to touch on that. I'm going to have a relationship expert come on the show, and we'll discuss these topics later on. Now, um, TV, quarantine, okay, we got that out the way. Um, The reason why episode one is called My First Dance, I was inspired by The Last Dance, which is the 10-part series that Michael Jordan dot. So, Jordan brings up a lot of nostalgic moments for me. Now, my first ever Jordan that I remember was the Jordan 12 flu games. So, when I pulled those out the closet, my heart, like, melted. Because I have them again. I have the re-release. I have the version from, man, I think it's 18 and then a pair from 09. We will discuss shoes in detail multiple times throughout this podcast. I have a lot of dope guests lined up for that. So, and also myself too. I, I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to shoes. So, but um, man, that Jordan doc is so crazy. So many nostalgic memories and so much content. Like, I really have to applaud, you know, those networks that did that. Like, it is amazing so far. Like, I cannot wait for all 10 to drop because um, I'm going to rewatch it, honestly. Like, I'm going to rewatch it multiple times because I'm sure there's multiple gems that I've probably missed that I'm probably going to pick up on later. But, man, like, the mystique of Jordan 
the athlete in Jordan brand with the shoes in the baggy clothing, it's unmatched. It is truly unmatched. Like, we will discuss in later episodes if I think Jordan is the best or not, whatever. But I want to take a step back from, like, basketball because he's bigger than that. Like, the way you see Instagram and, like, people posting all these dope Jordans, like, MJ is the reason for that. Like, Tinker Hatfield is the reason for this. Jordan 1 through 14, just literally the best shoes probably ever. Aside from the classic model Air Force One, I mean, they did an amazing job. Now, I know... Some of those 1 through 14 aren't the best looking, but just pure classic and nostalgia, second to none. And us not having sports, in particular basketball, which is dear to my heart, like this doc was everything I needed. And it really sparked something in me to really, really, really want to discuss and talk about this like so far this doc is dope um what was really telling about the doc is that to this day jordan is still fierce he's a competitor but i was talking to my fiance about pippen now throughout the doc i think on episodes one to two they were saying pippen was probably the second best, third best player in the NBA. I'm not here to judge NBA players as far as like, oh, they're weak. They're this, they're that. No, they are amazing players. We're not getting into the talk if someone's weak or, or good or not. But I think I have the space to rank them because I'm a opinionated person. I'm going to rank. So we will do rank, but we won't bash other players in the process of ranking of who's better than. Just because someone's better than does not make you less than. That's a lesson for life and in sport, ultimately. But um, to say Pippen was top two or three in the NBA in the 90s, that is beyond false. Like, there's no other word but false. Uh, If you look in 92, I mean, Drexler's run in Portland was... Amazing. So I'm going to probably rank Drexler over Pippen. Uh, Shaq came in, what, 93? Um, Honestly, even Shaq at that young age was better than Pippen. Now, agree to disagree, but I'm pretty confident that 9 out of 10 people will agree with me. Now, Hakeem Olajuwon in the 90s um, was better than Scottie Pippen. So we have Jordan, we have... Uh, Drexler, we have Elijah Wan. That's already three people better than. I didn't touch on Barkley. I haven't touched on... Um, I know Isaiah Thomas is kind of like going out the leagues. I won't say him. Uh, we haven't touched on Penny Hardway. He was arguably better than him. Um, Jason Kidd, Grant Hill. Now, this is where it gets a little bit murky. Grant Hill, 94-95, he was um, co-rookie of the year with J-Kid. They were playing at a super high level, but you can still 
argue that they were better than Pippen. So, um, for sure. Oh, how can I forget? Barkley. Barkley was definitely uh, better than Pippen. So, he wasn't in top five. So, I didn't like how they tried to frame it. Like, oh, Pippen's being so underpaid. He's a top two player. In all reality, yes, he was underpaid. I think we can all agree on that. But to say he was top two or three, that's just not true. That is just not true. David Robinson put up 71 points in an NBA basketball game. I, I know my years and everything are a little bit murky right now, but I'd even say from, because I guess his contract ended in, what, 98? But even from 91 to 98, in that seven-year span, he was not a top-two player. An amazing player that did a lot of amazing things. But just don't say that. Don't say he's top-five, top-two when he's not. That's just one thing that kind of bothered me a little bit about the doc. Um, But everything else is honestly spot-on. I mean, what more can you ask for? Um, I guess you can get a little bit nitpicky, nitpicky <laughs> about um, how it seems a little... The timeline for me is I kind of lose it. Because, like, okay, are you at 92 right now? Are you 93? Are you 98? Like, help me out here. I'm kind of lost on the timeline. But for the most part, um, like, the behind-the-scenes shots, I love it. Um, I don't have anything else to really say besides I literally love 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 that documentary I think it's amazing I can't wait for the other episodes for sure gonna rewatch though like I'm looking forward to rewatching that but um man like Jordan does something to you as a fan as a spectator whatever you want to say we are and even getting the respect from his peers now, if you get respect from your peers, you know you're doing something right. Simple as that. You are doing something absolutely amazing. So, for him to be balling like that and his own peers, like two, three years in the league, saying, oh, yeah, he's up next. He's up next. Like, what more can you ask for? Like, that winning mentality and that competitiveness is something you just can't teach. Um... I was talking to somebody before, maybe like a couple months ago, and they were saying you can teach someone how to be a leader. To some extent, maybe, but the best leaders, it's just, it's just, you're just born with it. Like, natural born leader, that's a phrase for a reason, in my personal opinion. Like, when you can lead a team, you say, hey, I'm putting this on my back. I got us. That is amazing. But in the same breath, there is no I in team. So cliche, I know. You need your other counterparts around you. Now, as a leader, this is what's key. You have to figure out your team's individual best strengths. Say, for instance, hey, I have a John Paxson, really good shooter. But I'm not usually I'm not utilizing his shooting ability to the best of its ability. That's on me as a leader. Now, in a business world, this person can rally the troops together. 
but they're not in a management position, use that to your advantage as a leader. You put bugs in this person's ear to rally their troops like, hey, maybe our numbers are down, but you're able to do this as a leader. You watch that person. You teach them different things to like, hey, do this, do that. Your strong areas right here. Okay, I'm definitely going to attack that. So you're strong at this. My team may not be listening to me, but I know I can tell you something, put a bug in your ear, and you will relay that message to the rest of the team, and then they're going to fall in line. <laughs> it took me a while to get there because I was like, okay, where am I going with this? I literally had to stop for them to think, like, where am I going with this? But that makes sense. Though. It's kind of like the, um, it's kind of like a food chain in a way. It's like, or telephone. I tell this person one thing, I tell this person something else, but in this game of telephone, there's no lies. So, um, I think that's what leaders do. Um, so, that's fun there. <laughs> um, weird transition. I'm kind of done with the sport topic now. <laughs> but um, last thing I want to cover is kind of circling back to the beginning. I kind of want to leave you with this. Um, control your narrative. Write your own story. And that will go a long way for you. You know, you don't have to create a product. You don't have to do all that stuff to control your story. But as long as your character is intact, no one can tell you anything. You know, feedback is great. But at the end of the day, that's just one person's opinion of you. When you lay your head at night, you know who you are deep down in your heart. Now, if you don't, you have to be able to find that because if you don't know in a sense someone's writing your own story because you're still trying to figure out that balance but again control your story write your narrative you might find happiness you might find some peace and right now of me controlling my narrative and finally putting fear in the back seat my own personal fear I'm happy right now. I am happy with doing this podcast, being able to speak freely, openly, openly. And that's just a beautiful thing to me. So find something you want to do, whether it's read a book, whether it's literally anything, whatever finds you peace, do it. So that is a wrap for episode one. It's really good to say that. But that is a wrap. You know, um, keep your mind busy during this quarantine. Um, listen to music. Watch TV. Go on a walk. Just have fun, man. Just be in the moment. Truly be in the moment. Don't think of what's next. Be in the moment good things will happen. So I'm out of here. I'm signing off. Peace.